Hi, this is Allison Kearns, and you're listening to Call to Connect. This podcast is a platform for everyday people and their stories, a bridge to connect each other and to just share life. All of us working together brings out the best in one another. Hi, Kristen. Welcome to my show. Thank you for being on here with me. I am thrilled to be here today. Thank you so much. Yay. I'm so happy to have you. I have been following what you do, and I will let you share about that um, for over a year now. And so I am honored and thrilled that you are here today as a guest on Call to Connect. Thank you. Um, So let's start out with you sharing your story about the turquoise table. So, you know, the turquoise table, it's, you know, it's always hard to know where to stop, start with it. But about 10 years ago, I sort of hit a kind of just a a holy restlessness in my life. We, Tony and I live in Austin, Texas, and we have four children. Our oldest just went off to college and we have two in high school and then our youngest daughter's in middle school. And And I was in that crazy, crazy season of life where I felt like I spent more time in the minivan. I was on the soccer fields. I was, I I, I like to describe it as I felt like I was going wide, but I wasn't going deep. And what I mean by that, it was like life was good. Life was full. I had all kinds of, you know, the the calendar couldn't have been more full, if you will. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't satisfying. I mean, there was nothing wrong, but I longed, I desperately longed for you know, 20 minutes more with a friend or just a Mm -hmm. deeper, you know, connection than just a wave, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of in the grocery store line. Yeah. And so I didn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And so the turquoise table literally, you know, was just an answered prayer. Um, It's an ordinary picnic table, the kind that you see and have seen all of your life, a wooden six-foot picnic table. And I painted it turquoise because Mm -hmm. turquoise is my favorite color. And I put it in my front yard. And here's why I did that. I thought, well, what if other people are longing to connect to? Mm-hmm. And what if it was just a symbol, a place where people could drop in, stop in, but there was no mm-hmm. fancy meal, there was no cleaning the house, there was no sort of preparation. What if it was just an old-fashioned, like, gathering place? So I put it in my front yard, and it, it like I said, it's been five years and, since I put the, the table in my yard, and it has transformed our neighborhood. Wow. Um, we now use it as a gathering place. And all of the needs that I was feeling, turns out mm-hmm. I wasn't alone. Yeah, right. <laughs> and other people were, you know, busy in their, you know, day-to-day lives doing all good things, mostly, you know, good things. But but just feeling that, that longing for deeper connection, the kind of connection, mm-hmm. um, you know, that we're meant to, to have, but just struggling to figure out how. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the the long and the short of it um, and how yeah. this, this movement of the turquoise table became to be. So how have you seen God working in it? So, you know, he took this simple concept that has been around f- for millennium. I mean, the table is not a new concept, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's just, it, it was, it became just a place, um, like I said, for us just to have coffee, for people to stop by. It's become like the old village well, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what it's done, it's done a couple things. Personally, it has given me an 
extraordinary place to just to do ministry, but to do friendship, to invite neighbors over. Because like I said, it doesn't, I, I mean, I don't have to clean the kitchen. I don't have to prepare anything. I can go out in my yoga pants. I. Mm-hmm. It's taken away all of those, what I now know, um, I call them just sort of the analysis paralysis or the yeah. what ifs. And yeah. so meaning like previously what I would do is I, I mean, I want to have a bunch of friends over, right? Yeah, so then I look at the calendar. Well, okay, it's like six months before I can find a date. Um, Or I think, okay, I found a date. You know, well, then what will I cook? And then I spend an hour on Pinterest and I get, you know, caught in the trap of like, of, of planning. And then I'm so exhausted, I don't ever even end up inviting someone over. And so this took away all of that, those excuses. You know, what if I had a bigger backyard? What if my, you know, if only my kitchen cabinets were painted? Oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, I don't Mm -hmm. have enough time. Oh, when the children are bigger. And all of those things, you know, they're, they're excuses, you know, and and they're, they're not valid really, but we, we we let them, we fall, we fall prey to them. And yeah. so I think God knew that I needed, you know, to something so random that yeah. I had no left, I have no excuses left. And so that's, that's been the beauty of the table. So for me, I've gotten over my perfectionism and I like yeah. to say I've kicked perfectionism to the curb because yeah. I'm literally at the table at the curbside. Oh. Um, but what it's done for our neighborhood is it's, it's, it's allowed us all to slow down um, and break through that you know, that uncomfortable where you wave at somebody and you're like, hey, yeah. <laughs> you don't know their names, but you've lived across the street from them for five years. So it's too embarrassing to ask right. their names, yeah. you know, or it's like, hey, dude, or hey, friend, like mm-hmm. that is the most awkward point. And at some point, you know, like I said, if it's been four or five years or however long you've lived across the street from them, you just sort of go, well, now you give up because you think, well, yeah. gosh, I should know them. Yeah, well, this is what it is. This is what it is. When mm-hmm. you're outside at a front yard picnic table, it's kind of like you're. I mean, it's the most welcoming thing. You're you, you're putting yourself out there without putting yourself out there, so to mm-hmm. speak. The table does the work for you. Well, you yeah. have to show up. Yeah. Um, but once you're there, it's like people walk by with their dogs, or it, it's so disarming that. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's just, it's been, it's been transformational. In fact, now, because like I said, it's been five years, I actually mm-hmm. have to think back to those early days mm-hmm. of what it was like before we all knew each other, because mm-hmm. now it's such a commonplace that I don't want to say we take it for granted, you know, but it is mm-hmm. hard to remember those first, you know, days of like those awkward sort of moments when we were all getting ready to just getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Where do you see it? going versus what did you see it when you started? What, how did you see it when it started? Well, there was no plan. You know, this was one of those things. I was having a party, a backyard barbecue, and I needed a, I needed a picnic table. And so I ordered it. So I didn't have this plan and and think I'm going to put a front yard picnic table in, you know, to, to start a movement across the United States. Yeah. It was so much, I mean, it was so organic. Mm -hmm. Um, once the table was out there, the first thing I did was invite a few friends over. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'll tell them about it because, you know, it's a turquoise picnic table in my front yeah. yard. Right. And here's what what happened that very first day. I think the table had been out about a week. I don't remember. But people had seen it in the neighborhood. 
And I texted some friends who I who I already knew. I didn't know them well, but I knew them. And and I said, "Hey, just pop by for coffee." Well, the first miracle was that they all came. Yeah. And <laughs> but it was like the night before. It was like come by in the morning, and and so that was like a little clue. I was like, "Wow, if we had planned this for three weeks out, nobody could have come, right?" Oh, right. So spontaneity was yeah. one of the first lessons I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, it was a quick pop thing, you know, pop in thing. And I said, Hey, just come by for about 30 minutes. I just want to tell you what, what's going on. Well, mm-hmm. two and a half hours later, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> it was, you know, we were all still, you know, just, we were like pulling ourselves away from the table. Aww. And we've all kind of had those experiences that yeah. once you finally get together, you don't want to yeah. leave. Yeah. But what, and so I was, I, I kind of thought that that might happen w- with this spontaneous coffee. What I didn't, expect or see coming was that while we were at the table that th- the friends that were there literally pulled out their phones and ordered table tables picnic oh, tables to be wow. delivered that. and that's what that's where I was like well I didn't see that coming I just wanted yeah. I just didn't want y'all to haul mine off in the middle of the night because it was bright <laughs> and turquoise you know? <laughs> I know. and they're like no we love this so much we want one too and I thought well that's just bizarre right <laughs> so, yeah and so then my sister-in-law in San Antonio got one, and then a friend in South Carolina got one, and then a friend in Nebraska. And before I knew it, like, there were probably 20, maybe 30 tables around the United States. And I wow. thought, there's something there's something going on here. Yeah. And, and that was that it's this need to connect, that yeah. we're busy, we're frantic. We live in the digital age, which, as you know, is the most connected era in all of history. Mm-hmm. And yet statistics show we're lonelier than ever. Mm-hmm. And so technology's great. We're using it right now. You're listening to us right now. Like that, yeah. it's not either or, but it's we can't let it replace those face-to-face conversations at a table. Mm-hmm. One thing that I'm thinking about as you're talking is I think the spontaneity is what jumped out at me because it feels like, in my experience, that people love, whether they realize it or not, busy seems to be a cool thing. Oh, I'm so busy. And um, and maybe that's just how I am perceiving how people use it. But it also feels like a leg that people or a crutch that people lean on to not be intentional and to not get involved with people. Oh, I'm so busy. Right. And I think the, what you said, the spontaneity is it because when we can, well, and there is a measure of planning for it, of course, but when we can just allow a me- that measure of, oh, I have, like you said, 20 or 30 minutes. And even if I am busy, even if I don't realize you know, that I'm not actually as busy as I think I am. Right. But I I don't know. Like, I just wonder, and maybe it's wrong, but I wonder if people want to just look busier than they are. I don't know. What do no, you think? No, I think we worship. I, I think there's a there's a busyness, you know, sort of idolatry of, of, of busyness. And, it's, yeah. and sometimes it's because, you know, does that mean we're more successful? We're working hard. We're producing more. We're the living the dream. We're, you know, that independence. And, you know, I goes back and this is a crazy random story, but when I was in preschool, I would never nap. I was not a napper and my, mm-hmm. you know, they'd call my mom and whatnot. And, <laughs> and they were like, Kristen just needs to nap and mm-hmm. she won't be still. And my mom, finally, years later, I was, you know, doing something and it was a 
I think I was still in college and she was like, Kristen, you just need to be still and relax yeah. and, and mm-hmm. take that nap. And, and we're wired is my point yeah. to like always yeah. be doing, now that doesn't mean we are all, all energizer bunnies, but it means yeah. that like somehow in us, we're afraid to just be still and yeah. to take, you know, to stop. Like, what would that mean? And well, I'll tell you what it means because I've done it. And that's what the table has taught me is that mm-hmm. we, it, it's so much more fulfilling and yet it's so upside down because the world mm-hmm. tells us go, 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 you know, mm-hmm. do more, achieve more, be more. But the paradox of that is, is to have more, you actually need to be doing less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's a hard cycle to break. Yeah. Because the more is actually more substance. Yes, it is. And, and not it, more stuff. Exactly. And with the, yes. And, and to me too, part of the busyness is also just the ab- abundance. And I'm not talking about the abundance in a good way. It's the possessions, you know, mm-hmm. that all right. of that, it, we become so weary with it all. And I think yeah. we're weary of, you know, the busyness and we're weary of the technology and we're weary of, um, you know, just the muchness in our lives. Yeah. Um, even if we think we want more, we have so much that it, 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 it's, Anyway, it's yeah. when you take kick off your shoes and you, you put your feet in the grass and you sit outside with a friend for 30 minutes with a cup of coffee, yeah. it rekindles yeah. that, wow, it, it's a shift in perspective. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have, happen every day, mm-hmm. but when, when we have that, it satisfies in a way that nothing else can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that the spontaneity, again, like it just – it it just does something for you that was like, wow, like this is what I needed. This was a gift. Right. It fills your you cup. Know? Like, you're, yes. you know, and we're just mm-hmm. like, oh, why don't we do this more often? Right. <laughs> oh and my then, gosh, we should do this every week. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> and here I'll be every week with a pot of coffee and a whatever that you have or nothing, you know, or nothing. Just, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, with our, and I haven't shared, obviously haven't shared this yet, but with our upcoming move into our tiny living um, there are, um, tur- there are, I was going to say turquoise tables. There are tables at the campsites yes. and I can't paint it green cause it's not mine, but I can do, or turquoise, but I can do a fun, um, you know, the covering, what's the, what are those called? Tablecloths. Tablecloths. Yes. And so I've been thinking about it, knowing that you and I are, we're going to be chatting today. And knowing that we're moving in at either this week or next week into our new tiny um, 40-foot uh, fifth wheel, how can I make my little campsite intentional, you know? Awesome. Because this campground has got probably 100 at least spots for people to live, and it's practically full. And so, you know, and all the people are right on top of each other, basically, because they want to maximize the space. And so... I've, it's been in my mind. I'm like, okay, Al, you gotta, you gotta do something. You have to be intentional because even though, you know, you're 10 feet away from your neighbor, right? it doesn't mean we're actually going to see each other if we choose not to. And so I will be doing some version of turquoise table at our campsite. So I'm excited to see how that goes and I will share how that goes. Well, I can't wait to hear that. And we do have several people who have taken, you know, the turquoise table on the road, you know, so to speak. And and tablecloths are the best way. And then, you know, what they'll do is they'll they'll pick their thing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we've got one um one family 
uh, gosh, I can't even, I think they're kind of in Minnesota or someplace in that area and they do s'mores and that's their thing. And then after a while, you know, people just Mm -hmm. know it's going to be s'mores on Thursday nights and they throw out the tablecloth and, and make it happen. And another woman was in, um, Arizona. I'll have to look or maybe I'll pass. I can't remember exactly like all these fun stories. She and her husband did the same thing and they were just like, look, we just started. And she said, she said, the funny thing is, is that word travels fast, you know, within the camp, you know, campsite community and that, and then it was just like, okay, Hey, you know, just stop by. We've got the grill going, bring whatever you want to throw on the grill and just come meet your, your neighbors. And so I think, you know, it's just if we, it's when we overthink things, you know, mm-hmm. that it becomes, yeah, it becomes what it's not. And, yeah. Um, and that's the trap that all of us have to just be mindful of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it will be for me spontaneity because I can, mm-hmm. I can overthink exactly what you said. And then I overthink myself out of something. Right. And, and, and we yeah, get that to too many options or too many yes. ideas or too many of this. And then you're just like, like I said, you're just beat down, you're exhausted and you just yeah. want to curl up and binge Netflix. I get that. Yes. Like that, yeah. you know, there's still <laughs> nights that we want to yes. do that. But yeah. that I think, I do think that there is, and, and your guests too. I mean, think about like if there's been a season in your life when you've received two or three invitations maybe or something, you know, there's, mm-hmm. for me, it happens when there's lots of things at school and then there's sports and I'm like, I can't, I can't receive one more thing. I'm so overloaded. Mm-hmm. So we have to think about our guests. Like, but if someone calls and says, hey, meet me out front real quick, I just want to pick your brain and I have half a bottle of wine left or, you know, let's yeah. ha- let's just finish up the cheese and crackers. Yeah. Like, then, I mean, I, yes. I am game for that, but yes. putting something in ink on my calendar sometimes freaks me out. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially because everyone is just, has so much going on. The spontaneity. Right. I think that's the name yep. of the game. Yep. Catch, you ca- catch people when they're ripe and ready and to yep. be plucked. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what are you currently working on or a part of? And I do know one thing is a new podcast. Yes. So I would love for you to share about that. And then if you have anything else that you're working on that we don't know about yet. Well, there's so much. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. My husband wants to know too. Honey, what yeah. exactly, what can we expect here? <laughs> um, but yeah, so we launched a podcast called The Turquoise Table. Um, I think it was, I don't remember even, it was March maybe or, or February of last year. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I love it. I, yes, me too. Isn't it so fun? It and, is fun. And I'm like, I want some of her... I, I want to cook in my kitchen. (laughs) You know, it's just, uh, that's been my favorite part of it. But I was like, it's such a natural medium to encourage conversations, then Mm -hmm. have a conversation. Um, Yes. So anyway, so I said the the podcast is, and uh, I love it. And we, um, we, I only do it every other week just because margins in my life. Yes. And I had to learn it, you know, yeah. like I didn't know what I was doing. And that's so. what I'm doing with mine too. Yeah. Yes. So just keep at it, keep at it, keep yeah. at it. So I just, we, we uh, publish every other week and I can't believe, you know, that we've been at it this long already. And, mm-hmm. um, and so that's been really, really exciting. I, it is a pretty much a full-time job right now for me is just living on all of our Front Yard People community. So we Mm -hmm. now have turquoise tables in all 50 states and 11 countries. Mm -hmm. And so I spend most of my time 
speaking, writing, podcasting. Um, basically, my husband's like, you get to go out and tell people like how to build community and love oh. their neighbors. And I'm like, that's kind of what I get to do. So I'm sort of the girl next door. Yeah. Um, I, uh, the, you know, emails come in all the time. I'm the holder of stories and oh, people yeah. tell me um, their fears, their worries, their prayers um, for their communities. And then they mm-hmm. celebrate the, you know, the victories yeah. too. And so, mm-hmm. Um, we've got merchandise line with Tuesday morning of just simple picnic and wow. and easy things that are happening, you know, to bring you know yes. some whimsy to your table, um, and and we've got some fun things in the works. Um, but right now, I'm you know first and foremost mom and wife, and and then and then just trying to steward the ministry of the turquoise table well. Wow. Well, I think you're doing an amazing job, and I love that. Um, all of this, and I have my hands in the air, like a, in a big, like circle shape. All of this that you're doing, it was just the thought, the exasperation, and the thought of what there is more. And you let the there is more be birth this that is, you know, it's global now, right? And it just goes to show you where wherever we are, whatever our our thing is that is has exasperated us or that we're passionate about or that whatever I say, run with it, take each baby step. And for you, it was, okay, I got the table and then I painted it and then I called my girlfriend. Yeah. So I think it's just encouraging for whatever, because I think everybody has something th- that is a similar story to yours. Yes, and do. Yeah, just don't be re- resigned to it. Well, and then the comparison thing, you know, it's yeah. easier to see me on this journey, you know, because I'm five years into it and I go, well, wow, you know, but yeah, it started mm-hmm. so simple. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. There, and there yeah. still is no big major marketing plan or whatever. It's just the next best thing. And stay in mm-hmm. your lane. You know, yes. I often tell people, you know, you, we've all been given, you know, some way to serve, to love mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and right in front of us. And mm-hmm. You just, it it goes back to that slowing down long enough and unplugging long enough to hear that tiny little voice inside Mm -hmm. of you um, that, you know, that God is wooing um, Mm -hmm. towards. Yeah. And it is tiny. So it's easy to either one, ignore it or two, dismiss it. Yep. Yep. And I would just encourage anyone who, whatever that little thing is, don't ignore it or dismiss it. it. Yep, because I, let me tell you how many I'd missed before. And now, I mean, people say to me all the time, what if you hadn't have like just followed that impulse and put that mm-hmm. table in the front yard? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're right. What if I hadn't, you yeah. know? And and it, I mean, that that's kind of what, you know, I'm like, oh, no, but don't go there now. You know, I did, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. And that's the point. But like, but, yeah. but it's it's whatever it is, just yeah. don't live in yeah. fear and, um, and just yeah. do baby steps. That's what I tell Jeff um, with all of our recent move from Spain back to America and then moving into the tiny fifth wheel. And I said, we have to, and we verbally, I verbally say the Kearns family is not a family who makes decisions based off of fear or money. Right. Like that we don't do, we can't get caught in the, if God has put something before you or if your heart, if there's something in your heart and he hasn't specifically said, no, don't do it, close the door, et cetera, then the freedom is yours to do it. Amen. Sister. You don't have to overthink it. Yep. And, and then if it you're just good becomes in, a faith 
and trust, you know, exercise. Yeah, exactly. It's so fun. Yeah, <laughs> it is because you don't you don't make a decision to not do it from fear or money because right. if God has not closed the door, then he has given you permission. And if he's given you permission, he'll provide the way. Right. And so with all of our transition transition and stuff, and even this podcast, like it was that little tiny something like I love connecting people. I just get joy. If I know, if I meet someone and I meet someone else and they have a similar whatever, I'm like, oh, y'all should meet. And that's the whole point of this podcast is, I mean, you're global now. So you're doing me a favor by being on my show, but there are, there are people who still have yet to hear of Turquoise Sable. And so I want to, I want to connect. (laughs) I want to be a bridge to connect people to the goodness that is all around and turquoise table and Kristen shell is goodness. So well, you are so kind and I can't wait to follow your adventure and, and, you know, see how you, you know, here's the thing too. It's no, the turquoise table is not the hero of the story. We know yeah. that it is yeah. just a simple catalyst to invite curiosity, to give us a little kick of courage that we might need mm-hmm. um, to to the bigger picture, which yeah. is to live a life of hospitality. And that yes. is is not, um, I mean, it's harder, you know, this isn't entertainment, it's not Pinterest, it's not yeah. a magazine cover. <laughs> it, is, it is taking the opportunity to invite strangers into our lives, whether we're on a campground or whether we're on a military base or whether we're in an airport or whether we're in a subdivision or whether we're in a rural you know, ranch, it doesn't matter where we are. Mm -hmm. That is what we are called to do. Mm -hmm. And so if this, you know, if this sparks and, you know, just a, the, just the, the spark or flame, whatever it's called, you know, that it needs Mm -hmm. just to get things going, that's all it is. And, and then we get to be cheerleaders for one another. So I can't wait to cheer you on and, and whatever iteration it looks like for you. Yay. Good. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited that we have now officially met. Yes. And um, just lastly, to end our show, what are two or three or one or two or three things that you are passionate about right now that we maybe haven't touched on? You know, it's interesting. Um, we just launched our oldest son into to college. And so the dynamics of our family are shifting a little. And so, mm-hmm. and I just turned 50. And so mm. I'm sort of hitting that. Tony and I together are like, oh my goodness, we could be empty nesters and very, well, we will be very soon. And so to me, it's, um, it's, it's still my community, it's, but it's moving beyond just my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm passionate right now about what's going on in Austin. There are some really, really good things. There are some really, really hard things um, mm-hmm. just at the local level um, of, you know, when you have a city that's growing, like, you know, just in leaps and bounds like Austin is. And mm-hmm. so I don't know. I'm, I'm very, very passionate about um, – sort of extending beyond now just my tiny little neighborhood and zip code mm-hmm. to other parts of the city and how mm-hmm. the turquoise table might be, um, mm-hmm. you know, transformative mm-hmm. for all neighborhoods, not just yeah. mine, not just yours, yeah. but for all neighborhoods. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. I think I know the best is yet to come as good as things are the best yeah. is yet to come and there's more. And so, you know, you could be one day or one hour or one turn around the corner from, whatever that next bit for turquoise table is. That's exciting. 
Thank you. And that's, but that's encouragement for everyone. It's like, what mm-hmm. I remember what we were saying, like whatever yes. your it is, whatever yes. your passion, whatever it is, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm really into leadership too right now and sort of learning mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur because hello, I never yeah. dreamed this would turn right. into a thing. It's a picnic yeah. table, yeah. you know? And so I'm learning like how to be a leader, how to have, you know, people that come alongside and help and support in terms mm-hmm. of, of people working for me. And yeah. like, I don't know any of that stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I'm passionate about, about learning it, but here's what I have learned is that whatever, you know, like most entrepreneurs at about year five give up because they're exhausted. There's no more money. There never was money. They don't know what to do. And, Mm -hmm. and, and that's where I am. And I'm, first of all, I'm not giving up, but second of all, it's like, it's, it's, this is it to me. Um, like, I'm like, goodness gracious, I've been doing this for five, you know, years, but to your point, it's like, there's people now listening that you're introducing me to that have no clue what the turquoise table is, you know? And so it's like, don't give up whatever you're doing, wherever you are. It's like, you just what you said it's mm-hmm. it's one you know turn around the corner it's one you know one more phone call and then and whether you get a turquoise table or not today you know just whatever your passion is mm-hmm. um just stay connected to that yes uh agreed well i think that this is has been a wonderful interview i've learned a little bit more about you i have been following you and listening but Um, I, again, appreciate you being on today's show and sharing your heart and your passion. And hopefully um, people will be connecting with you on social media and all the places that I'll I'll link to to get up with you. Perfect. Um, I'm grateful for you. It was fun to be at your table today. Yay! I should take a picture and show you what it looks like. (laughs) I would love it. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, wonderful. Thank you, Kristen. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Bye.